0: Hey there, creative entrepreneur! Tired of getting lost in the social media algorithm? It's time to stop fighting through the noise of your customer's newsfeed with Flowdesk, the email service provider created with your needs in mind. With Flowdesk, creating visually stunning email campaigns has never been easier. Say goodbye to generic templates and complicated design tools. Flowdesk offers a user-friendly interface and customizable templates to showcase your unique brand style. The best part? Flowdesk won't charge you more as your email list grows. No limits, no extra fees, just easy-to-use software at one set price. Ready to try Flowdesk for free? Visit www.sunkissedva.com forward slash Flowdesk today for your 30-day free trial, and enjoy 50% off your first year subscription. It's time to stop relying solely on social media to convert sales for your creative business. If you see a product you think is genius, before you zoom in next time to see how you could maybe recreate it, why don't you start by visiting that ideator or creator's website to seek out their affiliate program? You're listening to Turn Down the Hustle, the podcast dedicated to transforming how you run your creative online t-shirt business by working smarter, not harder, so you can spend more time with your why, people, and passions that matter most in your life. So throw on your favorite graphic tee and turn up the heat press, because it's time to turn down the hustle. Here's your host, digital marketer, cold brew lover, t-shirt maker, freckled hype girl, and owner of Sunkissed Virtual Assistant, Amy Have you ever seen something created by another business that you love? You think, dang, why didn't I think of that? This product is selling well for this business. I want in on the profit. You love the idea so much, you think, I could probably make this same thing and make money from it. You spend hours zooming in on the product, analyzing its makeup, or maybe you even buy it for yourself to see it close up so you can try to recreate it for yourself. That sounds exhausting, beyond being unethical to directly knock off a product without any credit to the original ideator. Sounds icky, right? Our industry is unique in that our businesses are closely woven from one to the other on social media. It would be the equivalent of having a shopping center with all of our companies lined up door-to-door, where a customer can just go from one store to the next in a quick flash, or realistically, with just a quick click to the following Facebook group. As a result, screenshot requests from one business to the next are made to ask the next if they can make this, and without hesitation, oftentimes, it's attempted to be recreated or drawn inspiration from. Sadly, this behavior has become the standard for many. But, what if our industry normalized saying no to recreating products and took a different path? I know, I get it. You don't want to leave any money on the table. But what if you could profit from someone else's work without doing anything other than hitting reshare? You can do this through affiliate marketing. Even if you don't sell B2B, business to business, this strategy can work for you too. Affiliate marketing allows you to earn a commission based on the sales made through your product link or discount code. The more you share your code, The higher likelihood of increased sales given back to you as an affiliate. Affiliate marketing is a desired program for two main reasons. Passive income and supporting the original ideator. We will end this episode though on how to decide which brands you should request an affiliate code for, how to ask for one or how to become an affiliate, and where to begin sharing. On your journey to turn down the hustle... You may only sometimes find times to fulfill impress orders in the office. Maybe other times you go on vacation or you have a baby. If you aren't producing orders, money isn't flowing into the business bank account. Running wholesale aside, what if you could make money without flipping on the heat press switch? Affiliate marketing allows you to make money without directly engaging with those who bring you in a referral sale. They may find an old post that you shared relevant to their needs. They may run across your blog on your website, which includes your affiliate link about the product that solves their problem. Maybe they find a Pinterest pin and they make a purchase based off of that. With affiliate marketing, you can often work once and reap the rewards repeatedly. Imagine waking up to notifications that you made $1 to $2 and nothing else is required of you. You can receive hundreds of commissions without fearing being oversaturated with orders. That is passive income. In seasons where making products isn't feasible, or if you have a slow month, shift your focus on boosting up your affiliate marketing to replace some income and bring in extra income if maybe you are saving up for a trip or trying to pay off debt. You can treat the brand you share as if it was your own business by posting about it, including it in your emails, or even going live. Remember, you don't have to produce on the back end to receive that commission. So again, instead of hitting your head against the wall, if you're not able to sell your products or things have slowed down, why don't you shift? Maybe listen to your audience. What are they struggling with? What problems do they need solve? And that's where affiliate marketing can kick in. Also, with affiliate marketing, it helps you diversify your income. That's something we hear about a lot, even in our personal finances, is diversify your income. Well, how do you diversify your income as a small business owner? Not only can you do that with different products, so as maybe one product is not no longer that popular, another product maybe steps into the market... But what if you completely diversify with maybe how you're bringing in revenue, not just through your own work, but also through affiliate marketing, which is a great way to again earn some passive income. If you see a product you think is genius, before you zoom in next time to see how you could maybe recreate it, why don't you start by visiting that ideator or creator's website to seek out their affiliate program? the best affiliates are actually the ones who love the products they are sharing. So guess what? You might actually make the best affiliate for that brand. You can be a part of the culture shift in the creative small business world. As a creative entrepreneur, you pour your heart and soul into creating. There's a good chance your small business is always on your mind. It's on your mind when you're cooking, on your mind, driving on the way to your nine to five, you find yourself kind of like dazing off in conversation sometimes, thinking about your small business. It's everything. You are dedicated to educating yourself on new software and learning along with the hours that span into months to create something new. You are proud of your work and are on cloud nine until you see a few weeks later on someone local to you has taken your product that you've offered that you were so proud of creating, reproduced it, and is now selling it in your local community. It's not a good feeling. It feels like a gut punch. No matter how many people say, don't worry about it, just move on. We're human. It doesn't change the fact that you do feel hurt. While it is smart as a business owner to not get emotionally tied to your business, the reality is, as creators... We are not emotionally detached from our products. We feel every high and every low as we put our heart and soul into building our small businesses from the ground up. If you ask for an affiliate code not to maybe make some extra money, at least just do it for the simple moral principle of supporting the original ideator. Recreating physical products or sharing digital products is not a victimless crime. While the violation of terms of use may not be immediately known to the creator or ideator, it is stealing no matter what. For example, if someone broke into your house and stole something from you that you didn't know was missing, potentially, until later on, it's still stealing. Ultimately, let's go back to the golden rule. Treat other businesses how you would want your business to be treated. We have covered passive income and supporting the ideator, It's time to roll up the sleeves and get our hands dirty and put in the work by finally going out there and figuring out how are we going to be asking for an affiliate code anyhow? Well, the first step is creating a media kit. If you go to the show notes, www.sunkissva.com forward slash three, you're going to see an example of my media kit there. Oh, And by the way, I've also created this template for you to create your own. A media kit is a one pager. You can either save it as a PDF or a image. And what you're going to do is you'll have this in the event that you need it for a pitch email, which we will talk about here shortly. In this one-page media kit, it captures about me, you'll have a photo on there of you, your logo, kind of what you do, what you make, who your business is, and then also about your audience and your reach. So if you're trying to coordinate and collaborate with another business and say that you would like to share about their product, they probably want to know a little bit more about your business and how your business fits in with Theirs. So again, go to www.sunkissva.com forward slash three for the show notes on this episode and to get your hands on that media kit template. Next, when you're deciding who should you become an affiliate for, think about the programs Or products that you're already using and love. So maybe go to your bank statement as a business owner and also on the personal side as well. What are the products you're already buying a lot of and you love them? Before you select your products though, you need to think about the second piece. Who is your audience? Are you a B2B business so you sell to other businesses? Or are you B2C? business to consumer. So if you're a retailer, you're selling retail teas at full price, then you're more than likely B 2 C. If you are selling products at wholesale rate, you're more than likely B 2 B. Now, the reason why I bring this up is because if you are B 2 C, so you're selling to friends on the baseball team, your neighbors, your parents, things like that, they probably are not going to care that you use Canva and you're sharing your Canva referral link or that you use Shopify as your website provider. They're going to say, huh? Website provider? Shopify? So think about that. But the things that they may resonate with would be maybe things that don't have to do with business, such as are you using a meal delivery service so you, when you're in the office you don't have to cook dinner? Or is there a local company you can refer? Or are there cleaning products that you know, love, and swear by? So again, think about the products you're using, but think about your audience. What problems do they have? What desires do they have? And can you connect them with those? In this episode, we're covering how to become an affiliate for others or why you should. We're not necessarily talking about how to create your own program, but I did want to go ahead and throw in this little nugget here. When you are building your own affiliate program, think of those who have a similar audience as you. So, can you share customers? And what I mean by this is if you're a t shirt maker, but you have a friend that's a candle maker, Maybe both of your audiences both like those kind of things, but you're not necessarily selling the same thing, so it works, right? So you're not like, ah putting your customers in the middle, you should buy from me, you should buy from me. No, they can buy from both of you because you sell different things. The reason why I bring this up is just like I talked to you about thinking about your audience when you're going out there to figure out who you want to rep for. When you're accepting affiliates, you should also be thinking about that as well. Does this person have a place that could actually share my code? But we'll talk about that in an upcoming episode about how to build your own program. But I did just want to throw that out there in case you are getting inquiries about people becoming affiliates for you. Okay, now that you have the list of all of the businesses or products you like and you've considered your audience, it's time to narrow that list down to two to three businesses you want to reach out or figure out if they have an affiliate program. Just start with two to three of your top businesses. Don't go for them all you're going to overwhelm your audience. Just start with those core two to three. Once you get in a good cycle and rhythm with sharing those, then you can look to add a few more. Now, when you're going to figure out, do they have an affiliate program? I want you to head to their website, scroll all the way to the bottom. More times than not, if they have an affiliate program, it's more than likely part of the footer of their website. So that's found all the way at the bottom if you don't see a link to their affiliate program or you search their site and you're just not finding anything about it being open, even if you don't think they have a program, you can still send them a pitch email. Now, what is the pitch email? Well, I've scripted out a template for you. And if you've paused this episode and headed to grab your media kit, you've also received the pitch email template via email as well. You can use this template to plug and play make it suitable to your business, but pretty much in your pitch email, you're including who you are, what you like about their brand, why you want to share their brand, and how you can help them. And then you can attach your media kit in this pitch email as well. Now, if they do have an affiliate program set up and you can just apply directly, maybe a media kit isn't necessary, but that information you're including or would have included in that pitch email and your media kit, when you're filling out that application for that business, try to find a way to include that information in your application. Make it to where they basically cannot say no. But if they do say no, let's say they don't have a program or they're closed, maybe they only open up their affiliates seasonal, don't take that personal. Keep sharing that brand if it's a brand that you truly love. And eventually, if you're starting to refer people to their business and they keep name dropping you, they're going to find a way to give you some kind of code because they don't want to lose the traffic that you're generating. Let's review those steps once more. So you're going to create a one page media kit and the event you need it, maybe they don't have a place where you can apply. You can grab that template in the show notes below, go to the link and get it via email, you're going to be thinking about what are the products you already love and use. You're going to think about your audience. What could they actually use of this product list? You're going to narrow it down to two to three businesses, and then you're going to head to that business's website, find their affiliate program, and apply. If they do not have one, then that's okay. You're going to go ahead and grab their email address, type out a pitch email, attach your media kit, and hit send. Woohoo! You got the code! Now what? (laughs) Well, before you go start posting your affiliate code in all these different places or your link, I want you to take the time to go research and review some of the laws and guidelines revolving around affiliate marketing. Believe it or not, there are laws that govern how you can share your code and different verbiage that's required. So make sure you do that so you don't find yourself in any trouble. Before you start sharing your code, there's a few things we can do to prepare Also, there are a few key places we can put your code to increase the chances of you having success. The first thing I recommend doing is creating a pretty link for your affiliate link. What a pretty link is, is it takes like a really long URL where it might be hard to remember or hard to punch in. And what you can do is shorten it and make the URL what you would like it to read. But when somebody types in this URL, it will forward them to the backend link. For instance, whenever you type in for my show notes, www.sunkissva.com forward slash three, that is a pretty link. That's not the original link given to the page of where the show notes are. So whenever you do that, peek at my URL once the page is loaded and you'll know that a different URL is loaded. Further, I've done that for my affiliate links as well. So forward slash Flowdesk, it takes it to my Flowdesk referral page forward slash Canva, and so forth, also for Shopify. If you are a Shopify user, I can walk you through how to create a pretty link, and maybe even your first one. Click online store, then navigation, and then in the top right, select view URL redirects. Once this page loads, you're going to be able to track all of the URL redirects you've ever created, You're probably going to find that there are some already in this list. And the reason why that is, is if you name something with a URL when you first create a product, maybe you leave it as copy as if you were duplicating a lot and then you change the URL, it's already out there on the internet potentially. So what it does is it forwards those old links to the new name that you've created. So again, if you already have some populated in this area, that's more than likely why to create the pretty link, select, Create URL redirect, once this page loads, you'll have the option to choose where do you want it to redirect from. This is where you're going to input what you want the pretty link to be. So forward slash, insert the brand name, maybe just like one or two words or something that's very easy for your audience to remember. And then redirect to would be your affiliate link. So again, the top redirect from is your pretty link you want to create, and then redirect to, is where you want them to land. I highly recommend you test this to make sure it works before you share it. Now that you have a pretty link, there are still a few things we can do to get set up before we share the code itself. I recommend you creating a resource page so if your customers or followers are thinking, man, She really has good recommendations. What else does she have? I recommend you putting all of your affiliate links or the products you recommend, even if there isn't a link on one area of your site. You can do this by creating a resource page. If you want an example of a resource page, you can visit www.sunkissva.com forward slash resources. Once again, that's a pretty link, so you can create a simple, easy to remember page If they want all of your links in one place, I recommend you build that as well. I recommend you add your affiliate code down to the footer of your website. You can do that by adding your affiliate link whenever they click if they're interested. You can create a pen post in your social media group. You can also add it to your email block, so anytime someone gets an email from you, maybe it's from your email service provider Flowdesk, you can have that down in the footer below if they would like to try out those products. When it comes to sharing now, what I recommend you do is that you share it organically on your stories or your page. So if you're using the product, capture how you're using it in the morning or capture it when you're using it to clean up, or if it's the meal delivery prep service, you know, maybe a selfie of you creating a meal or your finished product. Share it as you're starting to use it. And for those of you who maybe have problems or issues or mental blocks sharing about your products you're making as is, sharing these affiliated products is probably going to be a good start to get you out of your comfort zone, sharing and talking about things because you've removed any spotlight or fear of getting rejected or negative feedback about your product. If someone doesn't like the meal delivery prep service that you're using, you're not going to take that personal. You're just going to think, okay, it's not for you then. And I think starting to share other products that are not your own is not only going to get you comfortable talking about them or getting on camera, but it's also going to allow you to kind of move yourself away from maybe those who are not a good fit for you anyways again if they say they don't like it you're like okay cool that's good for you well i want you to get to a point where you feel the same way about your products too if you have any of those negative nancies you're just like okay maybe i'm not the business for you and maybe you're not the customer for me so again sharing it organically on your stories or page is a great start and then finally i want you to build sharing those affiliate links into your content calendar If you've grabbed a content calendar from my website, then you know I include a note section and adding in your affiliate links or what products you want to promote in that calendar would be great, especially in the seasons where maybe sales are slow for your own personal products. Like we talked about earlier in this episode, you can treat those other products as if it were your own business and put them on a strategic promotional calendar. We covered a lot in this episode, but to bring it all back together, I would love if you normalized asking for an affiliate code before you think about all the ways you could knock off a product or business, both on the digital side and the physical product side. Think about all of the time you could save not trying to recreate somebody else's work by referring others to the original creator Or all the time you're trying to figure out who is that person's supplier? or Where did they get those cups? Make money off your referrals and move on to the next project that aligns with your business vision. Because I bet you the majority of the requests that you get to your business don't even align with what you even love to do or where you want your business headed. What if your perceived local competitor could put money in your pocket? Cha-ching! For minimal effort... That doesn't sound too bad to me. And for those of you out there who support over recreate, you are seen and so appreciated. It's time to wrap up another incredible episode of Turn Down the Hustle. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and found some valuable insights to fuel your journey. Don't forget to visit sunkissva.com forward slash podcasts to access the show notes for this episode. You'll find all the links mentioned in today's discussion, along with actionable tips and resources to help you implement what we've discussed. Lastly, make sure to hit that follow button so you never miss another episode. I'll be here cheering you on and sharing more inspiration and strategies to help you turn down the hustle and work smarter, not harder. I'm so honored to be a part of your journey. Until next time.